Hello and welcome to episode 35 of the American Coin-Op podcast, getting into laundry pickup and delivery. I'm your host, Bruce Beggs. Adding pickup and delivery has been a growing trend for vended laundries over the last several years. Arrival of the coronavirus pandemic roughly a year ago has only served to stoke the fire beneath it. Joining me to discuss what's involved in taking on laundry pickup and delivery is Matt Simmons, who helps operate his family's laundromat, Super Suds, located in Long Beach, California. Matt and his brother Aaron developed the Curbside Laundry's point-of-sale system for laundromats, which features an integrated pickup and delivery solution. He says it's helped grow Super Suds' wash and fold business, increasing laundry pickups to more than 600 a month. Matt says there's more wash and fold business out there than any one laundromat can do. So let's get into today's conversation. Hi, Matt. Thank you so much for being my guest this month on the American Coin Out Podcast. Great. Thank you very much, Bruce, for having me on the show. I'm very passionate about pickup and delivery. I think it's one of the most exciting businesses that's part of the laundry business because it's growing so fast and there's a lot of innovation happening and meeting consumer demand. You know, we've got stay-at-home parents that are now teaching their kids and working at the same time and to be able to help out families so they don't have to worry about the laundry anymore. It's It's a great thing. Today, what we're talking about is really getting started in this business or in this service. So can you tell our audience a bit about Super Suds and how your family's laundry got into offering pickup and delivery? My parents bought the, the building in, in the 1970s, and it's an 8,000 square foot laundromat. We've got about 200 machines. We had all this excess capacity. And my dad's really, his name's Sanford, and he likes to maximize opportunities. And so he saw all the space here and he knew he wanted to bring laundry to the laundromat. He, he, saw, he wanted the machine spinning at nighttime and he knew it was possible. And this is 10 years ago before anybody was really thinking about pickup and delivery. And to get this machine spinning at night and running around the clock 24-7, he knew he needed to bring laundry to the laundromat. And that's how we got started. What resources does a laundry need to begin offering pickup and delivery at the most basic level, just really getting started? I mean, at the most basic level, you really just need a telephone. That's how we started is people would call in and or they'd say, hey, do you guys deliver? Now things are a lot more competitive. And if you really want to grow faster and really make a business out of it, that's automating the process where people could schedule pickup and deliveries online. At the end of the day, you really just need a phone and a vehicle to deliver the clothes. But if you want to make it so it's not controlling your life and getting text messages every second, um, it does help to automate the process. But you need more beyond that. I mean, there are other resources, more you know, more basic resources that someone will need, particularly equipment or equipment availability, staffing. Let's talk at the most basics. You know, what can someone expect? If they're wanting to offer pickup delivery, what are they going to need to be able to do that? Yeah, you're, you're 100% right. The It does have an impact. Pickup and delivery does have an impact on your in-store operations. Employees started competing for machines with customers, and customers were taking clothes out from the washing machine. So you do need to identify which orders your employees are working on. Our overall goal was to open up at nighttime, but that did take time before that made sense. Another thing you're gonna need is physical space. You need to have enough physical space for the peak times. And to be honest, nobody has enough physical space. I mean, that's just, it's just the way it is, right. but you just make it work. And so what happens is we have three or four vehicles doing 
picking up laundry all day long, then they come back and unload around at eight o'clock at night. And so we've got a ton of clothes at the end of the day. And then in the morning, we send three, four trucks out in the morning. And so now it looks empty or more empty. And so you, it sort of ebbs and flows. And then as the day progresses and the vans are coming back, it, it starts getting full again. So you will see an ebb and flow. And in a way, some of the most valuable space at our laundromat is, is the storage to be able to store the, the clothes. And you need to have the right machine mix to process all the clothes as well. Um, and you also need to have, as you get busier, flexible staffing. It actually gets easier as you get busier because then you can see how many orders are coming in that day. And you know the average order is about 40 pounds. And so you just do a simple math. And so we know about how much to staff because we already know how many pickups we're doing that day. Yeah, so you're able to tell based on your staffing what their output can be or what their average output can be. And then based on the orders you've got coming in, that's how many people you have work at, at a designated time. Exactly. Right. Okay. Uh, are there other ways that pickup and delivery might impact your operation besides equipment, staffing, physical space? I mean, let me ask it this way. You're managing a self-service laundry and your customers are doing their own laundry, but then you add wash and fold, which I think would have to be a, a prerequisite of this before getting into pickup and delivery. Wouldn't you say so? Yeah, you want to have wash and fold down. Even if you give yourself a month, two months, three months, say like you know you're going to be doing pickup and delivery, I would start off with in-store because adding pickup and delivery is literally adding another moving part. So you've discussed or we've discussed how adding pickup and delivery might impact your equipment, your staffing, and your physical space. Are there any other areas uh, of note that someone who's not done this before would need to know about or be aware of that it's going to impact them once they start this. In addition, I'd say one of the positive impacts is a lot of laundromats choose to be attended and then they decide what to do with attendance time because they're like, okay, you might as well do wash and fold and help pay their wage. And what we find is if you're just kind of putting your toe in the water, I've found a lot of laundromats will make between $500 and $2,500 a month in wash and fold. But if you're really doing things right, one of the defining things for us was a website. So I see things actually having a synergistic positive effect, positive impact, because if you're really focusing on your website to drive your wash and fold business, that's also going to help your self-serve business too. That's going to just put you on the map better. So a lot of the marketing efforts work well together. And now you've got an attendant that's not costing you money. Now that attendant is making you money because every pound they fold, you're getting paid a couple bucks. What type of vehicle is best suited for a laundry that's starting to offer pickup and delivery? When we started, we were using an Isuzu Trooper. It was a diesel from 1987. So it was, <laughs> and the license plate said zero to 60 in 45 minutes. <laughs> You're kidding. I'm not. I, wound up, I I had to drive that to school when I was in high school and I had parents honking their horn behind me. And so it was a humbling. There's no hitting the acceleration. It's either on or off. And it, right. Yeah. So that's what we were delivering with. And I've got a friend who's a laundry owner in New York and he's doing it out of his Camry. And I swear when I talked to him, I, I could just imagine laundry on his passenger seat because he's always picking up and delivering. And I wouldn't let the vehicle stop you from getting into the business. That being said, at some point, it really does make sense to have a branded and wrapped vehicle. 
I talked to one one person who he said his biggest regret was buying a van that was too small. And now I wish he would have got the extended van instead of just the regular size. Because when you get the regular size one and you're in the middle of a route and you're 20, 30 minutes away from the laundromat, last thing you want to do is return home and <laughs> unload. Yeah, have to go back, right. Yeah. And another thing with getting the right vehicle is I would get the extended or the, the high roof or high ceiling. And it just makes it easier to move around, access the shelves. It makes things a lot more comfortable. And you've, you've touched on what I'm about to ask here, but maybe we can get into it a little bit deeper. How can a laundry new to pickup and delivery track incoming and outgoing orders? Now, I know that uh, businesses have been using paper and pencil to, to do this, especially when they're not doing many or not doing much in the terms of wash and fold. But, but how can a laundry new to pickup and delivery track those orders? It's a great, great question. I mean, that is perhaps one of the most challenging parts to the business is tracking the order. And, and you've got to ask yourself, when does the order begin? It's not really when it gets to the laundromat. You, you need to track the order from the time the order is placed, whether it's on the phone, by text message, by email, however they place the order, because things move around even before they get to the laundromat. Customer may want to change their pickup day. They may have special preferences. I mean, we knew we needed to automate things after this became a regular story. Driver drives out to the location to pick up the clothes and he says, there's no clothes there. And the person who fielded the phone call says, oh, wait, did you look behind the chimney? <laughs> and <laughs> I didn't get the memo. So, so you've got a lot of parts to each order. You got the pickup yeah. day, you got the delivery day, you got the driver's notes, you got the laundry preferences and all of those things you need to track and communicate those things to the right person. Yeah. So there's a lot of, as you said, there's a lot of moving parts there. You know, automation, obviously provides a lot of opportunities to handle things more smoothly. I've heard it said that a self-service laundry and a pickup and delivery service are two separate businesses and should be treated as such. What do you think about that, Matt? So different people do things differently. And, and there's no right answer to this question, which kind of makes it tough to answer. Sure. I, I like, for us, what worked out the best was keeping the brand the same. And so we're super suds for both pickup and delivery and for our in-store. And there's pluses and minuses to doing things either way. The pluses to me outweigh the minuses. The pluses for us is lower cost for advertising. So our customer acquisition cost is lower. You gain a whole bunch of domain authority for your website when you have a bricks and mortar location. So this is actually a good thing. You, if you own a laundromat, you've got a big, big asset and that's your bricks and mortar location, which you paid a lot of money for. So use it. Otherwise, some other virtual company could come in and compete against you. But guess what? You have an advantage over them because you're going to rank better in your area because you have a store. And Google values that because they know you're not faking it. Um, they know you're really there. So why give up a competitive advantage? If you're going to rank better and do better, use it. And if you have two different brands you're managing, and if you're doing Google AdWords for your laundromat and a separate Google AdWord campaign for your pickup and delivery service, you, it works like an auction system. So you're actually going to drive prices up. And mm. so you're going to be paying more for both. You also lose your opportunity to upsell. And what I mean by that is what if they don't even know about pickup and delivery and they find your laundromat's website, why not have them schedule a pickup and a delivery? They, they wind up spending more money. The customers give you twice as much clothes and you could charge more per pound too. So they're worth 
almost twice as much money per year. For those laundry owners who may be considering adding pickup and delivery, what key piece of advice do you have for them? Number one piece of advice is do not sell off your opportunity. The number one growing part at Supersuds and probably many, many laundromats across the country is pickup and delivery. It's just growing leaps and bounds. So there's a lot of people who want to get in on this. And you spent a ton of money on your laundromat and the machines and all that and took out loans. You've got this great opportunity sitting right there to do a pickup and delivery. That's my number one thing is do not sell off the opportunity and say and have somebody else come to the table and say, hey, I could do it for you and we could split the profits. No, you should do this on your own. But at the same time, you do need to seek out expertise. It does help to network and talk to other people and make sure you're getting good guidance because you don't want to do what we did. It took us 10 years to get it right. <laughs> and you know, a don't lot of trial learn. and error. Yeah. Yeah. You don't need to learn the way we did it. There's, there's no need anymore. We were like pioneers at the time, but now there's people doing this who are established or making good money at it, get guidance, seek it out. There's a lot of information out there. People who are seeking out information are going to do better than the people who are learning by trial and error. As we wrap up today's episode, Matt, is there anything else about pickup and delivery that you'd like to leave with our listeners? It's not too late to get into the game. A lot of people are hesitant because they see more competition than ever. And they see before, if you did a search on Google, you typed in laundry pickup near me, you would see maybe one or two people. And now you got pages and pages of responses and that could be intimidating. And some of them have these fancy apps or this or that. It may, it may be difficult getting started if you're just doing it the way we started, which was with a phone number and, hey, call or text, <laughs> but you don't need to do that. I, I would say it's a great time to get into it. We have more competition than ever in Long Beach where our laundry, laundromat is, but we're also making more money than ever. It's a growing market. That's what's to keep in mind. It's a growing market. So even if there's more people pl- playing ball there, there's a reason they're playing ball there. They're making money. Right. So I would just get in. Just get in. Matt Simmons helps operate his family's laundromat, Super Suds, and as a wash and fold consultant for curbside laundries. Matt, thank you for being my guest today on the American Quinnop podcast. Great. I'm really honored to be here. And thank you for taking the time to, to interview me. And I, yeah, I'm a big fan of American Coin-Op. It's a great, great resource to all laundry owners. So, they, and I want to thank everybody for taking the time to listen to. The American Coin-Op podcast is a production of American Trade Magazines, LLC Chicago. Music is written by Nazar Ryback and provided by Hook Sounds. Our podcasts are available free at our website, AmericanCoinOp.com, and you can consult The Wire, our weekly e-newsletter, to learn about future episodes. Also, be sure to follow us on Facebook and on Twitter to stay informed about the podcasts, along with news and information from around the industry. For the American Coin-Op podcast, this is Bruce Beggs saying your cycle is up.